Hey y'all, before we get started, let me tell you about Anchor. Anchor is a great tool for podcasters of all levels. Anchor is a platform that helps you record, edit, and distribute your podcast everywhere. Do you have a guest for an episode but can't interview face-to-face? No problem. All you and your guests have to do is download the app and you send your guest a link to connect to and boom, you can record from there. And because Anchor has an app, you can record your podcast from anywhere. So you feel inspired and have something to say? Just take out your phone, use the Anchor app, and say it. New to podcasting like I am? Anchor even has the tools that help you with your podcast journey. So what are you waiting for? Download Anchor and get started. Wishing you and your podcast a success. Now let's get into this episode. Good morning or grand rising or whenever you're listening to this podcast. Only reason I'm saying grand rising is because I woke up at 4.44 exactly. Sorry, 4.46 exactly before the sun came up. So I'm waiting for this grand rising, but I just got inspired to do this episode. Um, So I hope everybody enjoyed their New Year's. Uh, Martin Luther King Day just passed, the inauguration just passed, there's a lot of changes happening. Um, And I just got inspired, especially after watching the inauguration yesterday, uh, or depending on when you're listening to this on the 20th, um, about the topic accountability. Um, It started thinking about, okay, like all this stuff sounds good. Um, You know us New Yorkers sound good. you know, for our political leaders, but then it got into, well, all right, we can't just put it on our political leaders, our community, and then, I don't know, I just started brainstorming in my head um, about accountability. So, I was going to do, I was hoping somebody would join me and we would do, like, I have four topics uh, or four categories of where accountability needs to be held, and I was going to pull them out of a hat, but, you know what, can't rely on nobody. Um, That's a lie. Um, can't rely on any you can't just wait for anybody if you want something just go get it Uh, so let's get into it so accountability your personal accountability this is a huge step for anyone's success what are you doing for yourself before you blame society and blame others um in general you know what let's let's start with these new year's resolutions Everybody, here comes the new year, new me crowd. Honestly, how many time, how many new yous can you be? You're, you're not a snake. You can't shed some new skin. So how about new year, new, new improved me? Stuff like that. How are you? So with your new year's resolutions, for me, I didn't do like a new year's resolution because I don't know. I feel like it's like time constricting or you have so many or you have to set like set goals, but I did end of 2021 goals. I have a vision board of things that I want to accomplish by the end of this year. So what am I doing to take those steps? I have been looking into ways uh, to be more productive because my focus uh, in, in the Will Smith version of Karate Kid, my focus needs my focus, um, according to Jackie Chan. <laughs> Uh, I have a book called Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity, uh, written by David Allen. I don't know if you guys want to check that out. Um, I started, I'm started. i starting this book. 
because I'm tired, obviously. I'm trying to do be more productive but not drive myself crazy about it. Um, I have printed out like schedule calendars for like the week and then by the hour um, and just filling in to see where I actually have time. Like I'm in training from nine to five, Monday through Friday last week and this week. So I have that and next week. So that block is already, you know, filled in. What am I doing before? What am I doing after? What happens if I fill in early? So, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit more healthier. I'm trying to think ahead of time. Because I'm not going to start with, I'm going to go to the gym, first of all. I don't know why they're not shut down yet, but they're about to be shut down again. Um, so I'm just starting with the inside of my body. How am I being healthier? I am drinking anywhere between 80 ounces to like 120 ounces. They, I got to find the article and I'll add it in the description. But they say you don't have to drink a gallon of water a day. You could probably... Um, you, you can, there's there actually is a thing of drinking too much water but to b- boost your metabolism um, you need to drink your ounce uh, your weight half your weight in ounces of water in order to boost your metabolism um, I'm rounding up I don't want to tell you how much I weigh um, so minimum like 80 um, I know the days that I am a little bit active, I end up drinking more. So I'm starting from the inside. I know mentally I have to prepare myself for workouts. Um, I found, uh, a, I guess you could say a fitness coach, like on Insta. No, originally I found him on YouTube. Um, and he has a British accent, accent. He's a man of color, so I'm a little bit more motivated uh, to watch him work out and I work out. Um, last time I tried having a workout partner, a personal coach, um, it was my most recent ex. I don't know why I say it. Mostly y'all know me. It's Matt. Um, and I, I know it's probably too much information, but every time we would work out and I would like want to be done, I just fuck him. <laughs> and that was our workout for the day. <laughs> so distractions there. I can't, you know, see Mr. London, uh, cause he's all the way across the world to me. So a little bit more motivated with the accent. Um, let's see what other New Year's resolutions. Uh, fixing my credit, paying my bills on time. Don't judge me. I know y'all have some late bills. Uh, late bills too. I'm tired of them late fees. <laughs> um, and pending the pandemic. Uh, you know, at least one family vacation and one personal vacation. That personal vacation will be either with me and a few friends or just me by myself I've never done one of those and you know it you know sometimes I just need to get away from everybody don't get me wrong I love my girls I just need to recharge and I would like to know what a personal vacation would be like um how else can we hold ourselves accountable ah these toxic traits uh we know ourselves better than we do we just don't hold ourselves accountable to our toxic traits um me i tend to overthink i tend to um take things sometimes a little bit personally or i hold things in um when it's unnecessary and i'm working on that i and this kind of leads into my other part but like i've um been going to therapy to talk things out because there are some times where i'm like oh i'm having a good week and then some things just come out and it's just like huh maybe that was on the back burner of my head uh toxic i know some toxic traits i am 
I don't know if you guys want to believe me or not, but I'm choosing to be single because I know if I get in relationship, like I'm healed from my from my last relationship. Um, I'm learning and I'm growing, but I still have cer- certain things I need to work out. Like my best friend and her fiance keep trying to get me to date um, my best friend's fiance's best friend. And I learned from my last relationship, if you know they're little bit of a background if they got a whole background i'm not gonna trust you i'm gonna be all insecure i'm gonna try and clock you wherever you go like you could be he could be the next mother Teresa for all i know but because i think you have uh because i know you have that whole background check i i, I can't do it because that's not fair to you that's not fair to me i'm gonna turn into a fucking stalker i'm gonna go crazy that's not healthy for anybody so until i work that out I'm holding myself accountable to work that out. I can't, you know, date someone if I know your whole back history um, and things like that. And, and you know, some people want to use the excuse, oh, I'm a Pisces or or I'm a, well, me personally, I'm a Gemini and da 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 Don't talk to me about your fucking zodiac sign controlling your toxic trait. You know right from wrong, you're grown. And if you know this is, I'm not... I'm not saying I'm I have an open mind. So if people that I f- do feel that maybe you can be, you know, pushed by the way the stars or the planets align because look at the moon how it controls the water, the tide. So it can con- I f- I do believe that it can control behaviors. There are studies on it. I'm open-minded to that idea. So I'm not saying, you know, you know, because of, you know, Venus is aligned with Saturn and the moon is 30 degrees north of where it normally is. I don't know what the fuck. Um, you know, you can't have certain behaviors. But at the end of the day, you are aware of these traits. So don't say you're a crybaby Pisces or you're an asshole Scorpio. Man. Yeah, I said it. Um, <laughs> it's not one but two Scorpio men and I'm again I'm gonna hold myself accountable but until I get that worked out Scorpio men ain't good for shit except dick <clears throat> and my family that's listening sorry TMI but whatever it it is what it is like t- Scorpio men is toxic they got they got their own things they got to work out I guess depending on their sun and moon rising where they could be a, on the cusp of uh, Sagittarius or whatever the ones before it, the zodiac signs before it. What is it, Virgo? No, not Virgo. Whatever, whatever it is. Um, y'all got some work to do, or you know, everybody's everybody's got it. Everybody's always hating on fucking Gemini. I don't know specifically what is it about the um, traits. They say we're two faced. Maybe we're just bipolar. We got to get that worked out. I don't know. I might be bipolar. I hope not. Not that that it's a bad thing. It's just, you know, big pharma want to control you with that medicine. But there's healthier ways to go about it. So don't tell me your zodiac sign is why you are the way you are. Hold yourself accountable. If you know this is a quote-unquote toxic trait, work on it. If your toxic trait is, oh, I, like, me, I'm either an emotional, I'm an emotional either. I'm happy, I eat. I'm sad, I eat. Or if you're an emotional shopper. You know, you had a really good day, let me buy something new. Or I had a really bad day, I need to 
whatever that toxic trait is, it doesn't have to be like a specific characteristic. It could be a certain thing that you do, you need to personally work on. And then how are you, how's your health? I know last year was the beginning for me to realize I needed to get things done, get things done. And we had a lot of time being on lockdown. Um, so what have you, what are you doing with your physical and mental health? Have you gone to the doctor to get your annual, annual exam or physical? I think I, I think I'm due for one. Um, but I did get my eyes checked. Turns out I needed glasses. I'm sorry, Nana and Nani, my sisters. Uh, I made fun of them for having glasses and always losing them. My sister would say, hold, my, uh, my, sorry, sibling, Nani, would say, hold on, I can't hear you, I need my glasses. And I thought that was the funniest thing, but now I kind of get it. And my dumbass, in less than two months, I went through two pairs of glasses, and now I'm glasses-less, glasses-less, anyway, I need to get my glasses. Um, I went to the dentist. Yeah, surprisingly, I took better care of my health. Just got a floss, make sure you floss people. You know, um, and again, you know, trying to be a little bit more fit, watching what I eat. Um, but what are you doing for your mental health as well? For people of color, specifically the black community, I have this argument all the time with my best friend. I love her to death. But you need to take care of your mental health because you're not going to be able to be physically fit or manifest the goals or the life of your dreams if your mental health is not there. Again, I stress therapy, we, but we do need more black therapists, Latina therapists, so someone at least understands us without people judging us. But there's things you could do on your own to take care of your mental health. Meditation, oh shit. I normally meditate when I wake up. I didn't do that. So I'm going to hold myself accountable after this episode um, and go meditate. I just got really excited about this. Um, but yeah, meditation, it really does calm the mind. Um, journaling, no, it's not a diary, guys, but you can express how you feel because if you don't want to be an angry black man, let out, talk to somebody. And if you can't talk to somebody, write it down or use art. If you're a musician, put it in your music. If you're an artist, put it in your artwork, make a sculpture, painting, something. I've always wanted to do those things where, I think I saw on the Princess Diaries, where they filled balloons with paint and they threw darts at it. That looks fun. That looks like a stress reliever. Um, or do like the, I, I think it's the Greeks, and and just break a glass. Throw a fucking glass. Make sure it's not one of your mom's fine chinas before you get yelled out of your ass beat. I know what that's like. <laughs> Take... Success starts with accountability, but it starts it, it goes from head to toe, starting with your head. You need to make sure your head is right. So that's on personal accountability. Friends and family. Uh, let's talk about generational curses or beliefs. Hmm, I probably should have wrote more notes about that one, but fuck it, we're going to wing it. <clears throat> um... Uh, you know, we'll start with the second bullet because I know a little bit more about that. But what's the difference between belief? Uh, sorry, between support and enabling bad habits. Uh, and my mom can attest to this. I cannot, for for whatever reason, I'm actually learning about my human design and all that spiritual junk. If you believe it, or not junk, spiritual stuff. If you believe it, if you think it's junk, you know that you're entitled to your opinion. Um. 
and I get so excited about so many things and I want to learn different things and my mom was always there to support me she would have have a big what is it now kind of thing but you know she was always there um and that's a good form of support or just somebody you know just having someone to talk to whether it's my siblings or my best friend or uh best friends at and knowing, you know, which one, holding them accountable, holding ourselves accountable. But enabling bad habits is a different thing. Again, accountability starts with themselves. And if someone hasn't made the choice to, you know, work on themselves, hold themselves accountable for their actions and the things that may have, you know, took them down a dark path. It's, you. what's that cliche saying? You can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped. So just enabling bad habits. Mm, do I really want to get deep into it? Fuck it. I have no shame in my game. Like, I, my personal opinion, and the only reason I'm saying this now is because my daughter's knocked out. Um, my first daughter's father, I personally, he has some really bad ha- habits. And I don't know, he just gets bored sometimes and does things he's not supposed to do. Uh, do I... Per- Do I personally feel that he should be in a facilitated area? Uh, yeah. But, you know, his his mommy has good good money for a lawyer. Uh, and don't get me wrong, because our jail system, our prison system, our justice system is, it it needs a lot of work. But I, I honestly do believe without certain rules and regulations, there would be chaos. You know, there, there's got to be a guideline of how to be, have, like, a better society. I think, obviously, there was less crime before all these shiny things were dangled in front of us and they pinned us against uh, against each other. But that's probably a whole new episode. But at the end of the day, without you know, like what they call law and order, uh, there would I do believe there would be chaos. Anybody want to debate me on that? Please hit me up. Uh, my email, aunt is the color of success podcast at gmail.com you could also look at my instagram page i changed it um because i'm trying to tell everybody underscore 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 was annoying so it's the color of success podcast on ig as well but and you know the fact that he had he does yeah he does have responsibility he does take care of you know my my daughter our our daughter and his son he's there he's in the picture but he's out doing other shit he's not supposed to be doing and i don't know if it's his mom turns a blind eye to it or she's obviously oblivious to it which i think is rare for a black black mom because they all have any business i mean again somebody could tell me otherwise but from my experience of my friends i, ha- I have a, a puerto rican mom but along the lines of the same thing like they just knew so enabling bad habits and i've had family members who in and out of jail in and out of rehab um i love them to death but they're still showing the same patterns you know they'll try for a little bit and then they'll just be like well i tried and it's not working for me and then in into the bats in and back into the same cycle and it's just a matter of no we don't want you to be out out on your own but you need to learn to be on your own and i i think it just enables more because i don't know if they know these people or they're um 
they're going to help me no matter what and that could be used against it and I hate the fact that I feel that some maybe some family members are being used and I don't like that and that's why I distance myself and that's okay to distance yourself from you know really really close friends or family people can't say oh well you know that's your brother that's your uh, mother that's your uncle their family you still have to no I don't still have to do shit except worry about me they need to take care of themselves and I need to take care of mine so they need to be held accountable for that oops why is it so stuffy my heat is too high and I have no control over it that, that drives me nuts anyways generational curses or beliefs or patterns how do we hold ourselves as a family unit to break those i like i know oh okay here's one topic disciplining your kids i know a lot of white people say no that's child abuse no i'm i am for there's a difference between you know there's a difference between discipline and abuse I, you know, if it wasn't for the fa- fact that my I got my ass beat a couple of times and be like, no, I did something wrong, I don't know where I would be. So, yeah, if I feel like I need to, you know, beat my kid's ass because they did something wrong or stupid, yeah, mm, let me not say stupid. Just, like a slap on the hand, all right? That could actually hurt. Pluck in the mouth. Do I actually use it myself? I feel like I don't need to. Because I could just raise my eyebrow. My daughter is already, like, kind of hyperventilating. Um, or I raise my voice and she's crying. So that enough fear and she understands that she was in the wrong. Does. But there are some kids out there, like, they needed their ass beat. They still need their ass beat. And this could be controversial or whatever. You know what? Talk to me about it. Let's talk about it. Um, But... You know, again, there is a difference between child abuse and discipline. You're not, I'm not going to say, oh, your kid um, breathed at you the wrong way. Beat their ass. Smack them up. No, absolutely not. Call CPS right away if that's going on. Like, there are some things, like me and um, my sister Brianna, we talk to our mom about like certain things. Like, I, like, for me, I'm the oldest. So I was I was literally called the test monkey. And I get it. You're learning your new parent, you know, especially when, you know, it was unexpected. It happens. But for me, like learning from my mom's mistake, listen, I love my mom. Mommy, I don't know if you listen to this. I love you. But in a sense, teaching me, telling me that I like before I even understood that I was a big sister and I had to be the example and I was forced to help out like I learned with my daughter when I found out I was pregnant again I would never have her feel like it was her responsibility to be a forced example for um her younger sister like there are times like she'll you know I'll ask her quick things like hey can you throw the diaper really quick or can you watch her for a few seconds but to say like no, you're responsible for your siblings to make sure they don't get in trouble um, after they know right from wrong. It's bullshit. And I do sometimes get on my mom, on the boys, about, like, how she, like, with certain things, like, if they did the same thing I did, I would have got my ass beat. They get yelled at. They get huffs and puffs. I mean, to an extent, they'll get, uh, like, and then the th- certain things... It's like, all right, she'll get on, my opinion, she'll get on them on the wrong things. 
Um, I remember one time uh, Marcus kept saying, no, 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 and mom did something, and it was that trick question. It's like, do you want to tell me no again? That's a trick question. And I, I don't know if Brianna did, but I know I'm like, wait, 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 hold up. That's wrong because that's a trick question because if we say no again, we're going to get smacked. But the answer to that question is no. So I'm like, Marcus, don't say anything. And I had to explain to my mom of, like, that situation right there. Like, so, the, and there, it's, it's one of those things, like, answering your question is that talking back when we're answering, you know, your question. We got, it was like one of those between a rock and a, a hard place kind of situations, you know. So we're, we have to take it upon ourselves. The things that we feel that didn't work, you know, teaching the next generation or going about things in different ways. Or these generational curses of, you know, unst- uh, unstable relationships, blended fa- blended families, or or the bitter baby mama can have this. What it's bullshit. Like, again, I love my mom, but again, learning from her. I mean, I didn't ask to be in this situation. I have two ba- different baby fathers. I feel I was bamboozled both times. First time, all right, shame on me. I was in high school. I didn't know any better. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a future. We're going to have a family together. We're going to live to the end of our days. <sighs> I'm going to insert a noise here, like like a clown noise or something. Because, whoop, got me there. Um, But the second time, you know. A month before we broke up, we were talking about having a family and preparing to have a family. And yeah, yeah shit happens. <clears throat> I, I didn't want to have multiple baby fathers. So now I'm at the point where either the next man I get is, well, two, they're going to have two requirements. One, they're going to have to get a surrogate because I'm not putting my body through that. Uh, I think pregnancy is gross. Blech. And two, they're probably going to have to give me two to three more kids because, you know, I'm not dealing with, you know, having three different baby fathers of three, of just three children. Or or my most recent, Matt is going to have to give me another one because I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. Um, Matt and I have a really good co-parenting relationship, and I appreciate that. And he does so much for me and our daughter and even Cheryl. Um, whereas the drama between me and Denzel, is, it, it still goes on. We have a good moment, literally a moment, where we're on the same page. When it comes to Cheryl, that's it. But we have our different parenting styles and lack of communication, and it's only been, you know, going on nine years now. But I saw that with my mom, you know, once we moved out here, and she was dealing with my brother's fathers and my sister's dad, and it it looked like it was a lot. So... I mean, yes, we don't know the whole situation, um, but, you know, Choot, there, there was like this post floating around, you know, Choot, be careful who you have a baby, baby with all the way down to the genetics because you never know what traits they're going to get. I personally disagree with that because you don't know exactly what happens, but when you are planning and you're in a place where you can see yourself having kids and you're tr- and you're trying and stuff like that, yeah, be careful of who you have a kid with. Um... Not that there's anything wrong with blended families. My 
obviously my siblings are blended my mom and my aunts and uncles have you know blended families and it, and it was able to work out but there are certain things that it's just like uh, a better system needs to be in place so yeah or whatever are there any other generational curses or beliefs i'm missing y'all let me know what's next oh political leaders that was my own little uh interlude all right political leadership the inauguration just passed all right great we got one psychotic racist out of the off or some people say "Mm, you know never mind we got one psychotic racist out of office we got a mm, maybe slightly less racist in at the end of the day, we need to hold them accountable. Uh, they plan to have better health care, affordable health care. They plan to uh, um, this pandemic, uh, getting this pandemic under control and sending us our stimulus test, which, by the way, uh, there's no knock on my door. There's no check in my mail. Like, let's go. Insert Judge Judy gift. Like, let's go. Where is it? Um, again, how, again, all sounds good. But actions speak louder than words. I hate cliches, but they're so accurate. Same same thing like a, with a bad relationship and it, we're just going in and back and forth. No, we're no longer doing that. Our political leaders, our, our, our federal and state leaders, you say you're going to do something. What are the actions that you're taking to get things done? Not I'm going to do this and we're working on that or let's circle back to it. No, what have you done and what are the next steps? We, we, we need a guideline of what, you know, time, timeline guideline of when are you making things happen for us? You say you're going to fight for the people who have been fighting for just civil equalities and to be treated like human beings you're going to put more money in the hbcus in the poor communities which which happen to be mostly black and latino communities what are you doing to make things right with the indigenous communities things like that what have you done and what are the exact next steps we need to hold them accountable and not just our national and state leaders that we mostly hear about our local leaderships uh mayors uh county con- no, i was gonna say county countrymen but that's not it our county representatives etc so to the slightest person in our, our community council what are you doing to make things right for our community um again i'm not in the inside i'm trying to uh i'm learning more about this i'm doing more research so i'm not an expert you know to say no they're doing things wrong here in our in my local community of new um Newburgh. But one thing that did raise my eyebrow is the fact that they were um, in the middle of a pandemic. They decided to give them give themselves raises. That's nice. Uh, the what I read in an article is they um, wanted to for the next councilman or uh, make it look more appealing or an, as an incentive for the, you know the next generation to run for council. That's not what we need right now. We want to, in order for us, we need to know that you're, you know, here for our community. What are you doing? People, there, there is a food desert in Newburgh. There is buildings not being used, just taking up space. Meanwhile, 
warming stations are being over flooded with people due to homelessness. What are you doing to make that better? What are you doing to keep our community safe? Because we're doing, we're handling this pandemic all wrong to enforce that, to ensure our safety. So our local leaders, to me, have a lot of work to do. Unlike people who are organizing, like this past Martin Luther King Day, Melanin Unchained and 845 Unity did a collaborative um, event of a clothing and food drive for the people that needed it. You know, give what you can. If you need, take as much as you can. That is what, that is what you know, with everything going on, you know, people losing their jobs, like one check away from lose, losing their, their roof over their head, what are you doing to take the steps to make the community better? Melanin Unchained is cleaning the um, uh, cleaning the streets of Newburgh because the only ones that seem to be getting cleaned and look all sparkly clean are the ones that are being gentrified. So we need to hold our local um, local go- government accountable as well. You know, giving yourself raises while everybody else is suffering and. Um, fighting with New York State to get their unemployment or waiting for the stimulus check or, you know, what is it? The, again, overcrowded warming stations, food pantries, uh, or needing to go to food pantries and maybe the food pantries don't even have enough resources as well. What are you doing to make that better? We need to hold our local, state, national, county, our political leadership accountable. And if not, you want something done? Got to do it yourself. <clears throat> kind of segueing into my next uh, category of accountability as a community. Like I said m- before, um, local organizations like 845 Unity and Melanin Unchained, and I'll have their Instagram pages so you can see the work that they're doing um, in the description. What What are we doing as a community to hold ourselves accountable? Because... To, with the political aspect, you know, it's it's a two-sided it's a two-sided coin to hold value. Yes, leadership um our political leaders are people who want to run for office and represent us. They need to invest in us even though and stop only investing or pri- prioritizing the people that fund their pockets. But it's up to us as a community to give them a reason why they should invest in us, invest in our community. Um so, like I said, the community cleanups uh, have have um, been put in the news to show that we're, you know, we love our community. You know, investing in local businesses, particularly black and brown businesses. Um, you know, yeah, we can go to Walmart and get a T-shirt and our groceries, but that's just only going to go to the big corporation. Meanwhile, they're not unionizing and overworking their employees. When you go to a local boutique or a lo- local t-shirt shop or a local groceria or um or a butcher shop did i say butcher shop or t-shirt shop i don't know whatever you're putting food on a family's table you're um putting money towards a girl's college fund or a car fund or towards their future and keeping that business open so it can be passed down from generation to generation this is why you know white owned businesses they have they're building wealth and they're passing it down that that causes gener- causes generational wealth we need to do that within our own community so yes investing um supporting local uh oh stay asleep 
local Black-owned businesses and brown, Hispanic, Latina, Muslim, uh, indigenous. Send me links of all those owned uh, businesses. Again, the cleanups, let's see, affordable housing or investing in these abandoned buildings. Like I said, all, all these warming stations are being overwhelmed because homelessness is a constant issue. It might be on the rise. I got to check the statistics on that. But we need to and the people who are coming from the city, fixing up these old houses and giving us city rent. Excuse me. This is not Manhattan. <laughs> this is Newburgh. Get it together. We need some kind of affordable housing or rent control. Um, or they'll do like even basic things and think they cleaned it up and still try and charge 1500 for a studio apartment with nothing included. You're bugging. So we need to invest in our communities. There are local programs that help with first time home owning. Um, I believe in Newburgh, it's the community land bank where they have two programs for first time home buyers, like just for yourself. Um, and also for you to um let get a multi home unit or multi unit home and fix it up and put it as affordable housing we need to invest in those if you've lived in Newburgh I believe it's five years or more you are eligible for that so look into that let's stop letting outsiders tell us how our community's worse and they're the ones to fix it but they're gonna be the ones kicking us out Mm, let's see are there any other ways we can I don't know. You guys let me know. I think that's all I had for today. Um, ooh, and I got this all done before 6 o'clock. Yeah. Waking up at 4.46, I think I said. Really motivated to do this. And it's going to go unedited because, you know what? I said some things. Are they kind of crazy? Yeah. But fuck it. You know what? We, we're in a world where we got to sugarcoat things. And sugarcoating things is not going to get us anywhere. We need... There are there's a time and a place where we need just the raw, unfiltered, what real what's going on. So yeah. So that's my discussion on accountability. If anybody has anything to add, please let me know. If you want to be a guest or you have a topic that you would like me to discuss or just any feedback. Hey, shout out to Brandon for the feedback. Um, I did the bullet points, like you said. It was it was a little nerve wracking for me, but I think I think this one came out really good. Um, I'm really excited about this and to keep going forward. Um, I might have another pop up episode because this one just randomly came to me. But next week, on the anniversary of the world premiere of Black Panther, I'll be um, doing an interview with my friend Shay. He is a writer. He has. Um, he has his little novels, or uh, not little novels, the stories on a website, web novel. Um, I'm going to put the link below. Check out his work. He, uh, support our black artists, our writers, our musicians, stuff like that. <laughs> um, and he is a Black Panther enthusiast. Uh, I, I'm going to see if I could get one more guest on there. And we're going to talk about, um, you know, how representation matters and kind of analyzing well me I tend I'm like analyzing like symbolism and things like that on Black Panther um so I'm really excited about that if you guys have again anything I need feedback um 
so I know how to move forward. So again, you can reach me at the Color of Success podcast that is on IG, that is also at gmail.com. You can hit me up on my personal Instagram. I think I changed that one too. I think it's instead of all the underscores in, in between, it's pretty mom underscore Z. I changed my Instagram name a lot. So I'm going to be constantly updating that for you guys. Um, until then, peace, love, and success. Thank you guys.